starting with verse 5. And it reads these words. It says that John baptized people with water. But in a few days, no, that's, that's not right. Uh, John baptized people with water. But in a few moments, you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. The apostles were all together. They asked Jesus, Lord, are you at this time going to give the kingdom of God back to Israel? But Jesus said to them, the father is the only one who has authority to decide dates and times. These things are not yet known to you. But the Holy Spirit will come to you. Then you will receive power. Here it is. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. You will be my witnesses in Judea. You will be my witnesses in Samaria. You will be my witness in every part of the world. After he said this, as they were watching, Jesus was lifted up and the cloud hid him from their sight. As you take your seats today, the word of God for the people of God, will you say thanks be to God? Thanks be to God. Come on and pray with me. God, you're everything. We bless you in this moment. We thank you for this sacred space that we have to hear, God, your word from heaven. We ask that you be with us now, that you speak to us. You lead, God, and you direct us, God, in the virtuous, the vibrant, the perfect name we pray. Our souls declare in this place, amen. Come on, somebody declare amen. Come on, if God's been real, real good to you, amen. Hallelujah. I want to use as a subject, I want to use as a subject for today's topic, which I've titled, As If It Were a Letter. Today's title is real simple but profound. I've, I've titled the word for today, Dear Pride, Love Pentecost. Dear Pride, Love Pentecost. I, I, I wrestle with this title, y'all, because uh, this, this title may seem by many as controversial, but 
What I've discovered is that the only way to combat controversy is with a spiritual response. Yeah, that's the only way to combat carnal controversy is with a spiritual response. Uh, I need you. I need you to get this. Not a spiritual response, but but a spiritual response. And a spiritual response is what you do when you need somebody that's just not getting it, but you need them to know what time it is. You you need to give them a spiritual response. And what I've discovered for all of the people that find today's topic controversial is that my spiritual response in this season is found in the word of God where it declares in Psalms 34 verse 2 that it's my soul that shall make its boast in the Lord that the humble shall hear of it and be glad. So understand on this Pride Sunday that our pride and our boasting is in and for God. The pride that we have isn't about us, but it's about God loving somebody like us. And the same God that told me that I'm supposed to love you, but please understand that before I can love you, I had to fall in love with God, and then I find Finally, had to fall in love with myself. And so to God be the glory on this Pride Sunday, understand that my pride is on God. And that, that's, how, that's how you stay reedy. Yeah, that's, that's how you stay reedy. I'm, I'm looking at y'all right now. Some of y'all right now in this place, y'all, y'all sitting on reedy. Yeah, y'all sitting on reedy. I, I done read your mind right here in the comment right here, right here. I done, I done read your mind. Somebody done said, listen, you better be real careful how you show up in my comment section in this season on my page because I'm sitting, I'm, I'm sitting on reedy. So, so here it is now that on this Pentecost Sunday, we not only have the oil of God resting on us, but we also have this Sunday the pride that we have, and our pride is on God. As we, we take time this entire month to celebrate the epic array of beauty that's been displayed throughout the earth, all throughout God's created people. So on this Sunday, I say to you, happy Pentecost Sunday, and I also declare to you, happy Pride Sunday. Real, real quick. Real, real quick, will you will you indulge me today? I, I just want, I just, I feel the need to be indulged, if that's all right. I I want us today to play a game. Listen, I've got um, I've got I've got my sermon notes right here handy, and I'm all set up and ready to go. But but I desperately need and desire your help this Sunday. Uh, so I want us to play a game. I hear you now. Oh, what what's the game? Thank you. Thanks for asking. Uh, because because today. Because today is uh, is a double special Sunday, uh, I want to share with you a double dose of something. Is that all right? Because it's a double Sunday, I want to share with you uh, a double dose of something. Go ahead and breathe easy, Deacon Four. I, I promise it's going to be super fun. Uh, the game I want us to play today is called Two Lies and One Truth. Yeah, two lies and and one truth. See, uh, before me right now, uh, I'm about 
I'm about to share my three points with you. And my three points today consist of dismantling two lies uh, and declaring one truth. Amen. Uh, in our game, I'm going to need your help uh, in determining which are the two lies and which point is the one truth. And can I, can I go ahead and give you a hint real quick, just an early hint there? They're in order. They're, they're in order. They're, they're in order. You, you got me, though. You got me. Uh, so, so two lies that we're dismantling and one truth that we're declaring. Will you, will you help me with that? Awesome. All right. All right. Let's, let's try it again. I heard a couple folks. I ain't hear nothing on this side. Will y'all, will y'all help me with that? Are y'all going to just leave me on out here on my lonely? Amen. All right. All right. Y'all, y'all going to help me. Y'all going to help me. Somebody real quick on this Pentecostal Sunday, I want you just to get a real big Pentecostal shout and just shout, go Holy Spirit. That's it. That's it. Y'all ever, ever seen the YouTube of the guy that just goes into churches and he just gets the mic and starts screaming, go Holy Spirit? All right. No, y'all ain't seen that. Y'all are so lame. Y'all are so lame. So lame. Y'all ain't seen that one. Let me, let me just state, though, for the record that I don't believe that today is a coincidence. I don't believe that today is a happenstance. I believe that today was directly and proportionately designed for specifically what God is doing in the earth in this moment, in this season and time. Here it is now that two of life's most controversial conversations collide together in this moment in time. Here it is in 2022 where Pentecost Sunday gets to share the same Sunday as Pride. Or should I say that Pride Sunday gets the privilege to share the same Sunday with Pentecost. What, what a great testament it is, y'all, about God's great ability of doing the great work of uniting the church with the community of people that were once told they were unwanted and unwelcome. Listen, it, it's more than just a coincidence. It, it is abundantly clear to me that the assignment today is to liberate those that have been oppressed and opposed. It is clear to me that the assignment today is to get those that are bound set free. It is the assignment today to speak some truth to those that have been lied to. Because the truth is there's a great pride in finally being seen and celebrated when for years people tried to erase your history acting as if they didn't see you. People, people acting as, as though the black community beginning to build is something brand new. Acting as though the LGBTQ plus community is some new phenomenon, as if it's some new era in time. But education, y'all, it is widely fundamental because the queer community has always been present and a part of history. You, that's why you've got to know your history. Uh, John 8, 32 says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So truth or lie, number one, truth or lie, number one, that that different automatically means deviant. 
truth or is it a lie? That's, that's, that's a big old fat lie. First lie of the day, different does not mean deviant. Different does not mean deviant. Do, do you realize that stepping into and becoming and coming into who you feel that you've been called and created to be isn't something deviant, nor is it something demonic? It's just different. It's, it's just different. And that's that's the beauty in this thing called life, right? That God, God has given each of us a blank canvas. God's given each of us a blank canvas. And with this canvas, God now allows us to paint whatever portrait that we want it to be. Uh, yeah, God will guide our hands, but God lets us paint the picture. Yeah, the beauty in this world and the beauty and the wonderful gift that God gave us, which allows us the freedom to become the people that we feel we are called, created, and destined to be. Psalm 139 verse 14 says that we give God praise for we have been fearfully and wonderfully made in the full image of God. You don't get anything else today. I need you to understand that God's image has no limits. God's image has no limits. Anything, anything with limits becomes limited to that which is limitless. Anything with limits becomes limited to that which is limitless. Let me put it like this. God, God can't be limitless and only be your heavenly father. God can't be a God that is limitless and all he is to you is your heavenly father. God, in other words, God can't be limitless and only be a man. Reducing God's character to that which is gender specific puts a limit on God's ability. Because if God is limitless, then God simply has no limits. So in fact, I need you to understand today that God loves you so much that God is willing to be whatever you need God to be whenever you need God to be it. So let's help some people in here today. Uh, not all of your life, not all of your life, uh, you can say that you've known God. Uh, all God has been is a heavenly father. There, there's no way you can convince me that out of your entire Christian walk that all God has ever given you was heavenly father vibes. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be a God with limits. No, but every every now and then, anybody can, maybe you can feel me on this, but every now and then, have you ever felt the gentle heavenly touch from your mother that, that reminds you that God's love is limitless and God is able to be whatever you need God to be? Uh, if you've ever grown up with a sibling, then you know this idea, this concept about a big brother or a big sister. I know for myself, there was a time growing up with a big brother where I left and went off to school across the country and did my own thing. And I no longer had the voice of my brother in my ear, but thank God for a heavenly big brother. Yeah. Thank God for the Holy Ghost that was leading, guiding, and directing me. That voice that was telling me what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. Yeah, that, that's the God that we serve. The God that we serve deserves praise because our God is limitless. That ability, that limitless ability makes God different than all other gods because our God has no limits. Other gods have limits. 
yeah, yeah. Um, but our God doesn't have any limits. Uh, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter what other God you have, Lori. Um, your limited God can't outdo my limitless God. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but other gods have have limits, and uh, people we've we've made other gods, haven't we? We've made uh, we've we've made money a god, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, ain't no, ain't nobody gonna say amen. It get real quiet right there. But we've we've made money our god. And two things about money, uh, just so you know, for all the quiet folks in here that that have made money an idol, money can only impress a broke people. But the second thing about money, the second thing uh, about money is that uh, there are times where uh, money can certainly buy you better care. Uh, But what money cannot do is there isn't enough money in the world to save your life when you are on your deathbed. Why? Because money has limits. There's times in our lives too where not we've not only just made money our God, but some of us have even made sex our God. Y'all, y'all go ahead and shake it out real here if it's getting a little bit tight and uncomfortable. But some of us have used sex as the answer for everything. We we've made we've made sex our God. On a good day, we just want to do it. On on a bad day, we just want to do it. On a rainy day, we just want to do it on every day on a Sunday we we just want to do it and and wanting to do it is cool when you're in covenant with somebody but but in a sense of promiscuity doing it with everybody is not what God wants for your life but you've made sex your God and and it's not that God doesn't want you to have the desires of your heart it's not that God doesn't want you to feel love commitment and faithfulness but hear me just giving it away is not the way to get all those things. You, you've got people that have just made sex their God. They're, they're out here just having careless, meaningless sex with people, which fills the void that you have empty in you temporarily. Yeah, you fill the void, the fact that someone sees you temporarily. But but when it's all over, when it's all said and done, that, that feeling then leaves, and that same empty void is now coming back. Why? Because sex has limits. Yeah, and here we are, here we are just just giving it away, just giving it away, Gi- giving it to people that don't want nothing for themselves, giving it to people that ain't got nothing going on for themselves. They, they don't value themselves, they don't value you, but you still just giving it away. Yeah, yeah, just 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 want to do it. And then then we're right back where where we started, low, where they have left us right where they found us, proving that sex, too, has limits. But the God that we serve has no limits. Yeah, the God that we serve is our father when we need a little bit of a push. Somebody help me in here. The God that we serve is our mother that is tender and mercy and patient and love. The God that we serve is our answer when we run up in problems. The God that we serve makes no mistakes. Why? Because God's timing is perfection. Pride is not about embracing a black people this month. It's not about embracing queer people 
as if we've just arrived, but we've all been a part of God's design. We've all been a part of God's story from the beginning. Listen, I need you to get this. Some of everybody has already and always been here. Can I, can I share this truth with you? Yeah, can I, can I share this truth with you? John 3.16 shares some truth. Yeah, the truth that is shared from John 3.16 says that for God so loved the world that God gave. Yeah, God gave. God gave. For God so loved the world that God sent God's only son. I, I need you to understand that that love was so deep, that that love was so inclusive. That love included, uh, that love included black people because the truth is God loves you. That love included handicapped people because the truth is God loves you. That that love included the female that's transitioning to male because no matter what you do, God loves you. And to the people that's always had something to say about your community, I need you to remind them that God loves you too. L listen, you got an old hateful shape, but God still loves you. Yeah, yeah, you got an auntie that can't ever tell the truth, but God still loves you. Yeah, yeah, that no job having ex of yours, God still loves you. Can we talk to the churches that have misled and mishandled people for centuries at a time? God still loves them. God's love is so large that it can't be measured. God's love is so vast that you can't put limits. And so some of everything and some of everybody must exist in order for us to see God's love. There are no limits on God. God's love is different. But different doesn't mean deviant. Now, that's not the only lie. <laughs> uh, here, here's the last lie that we're dismantling today. Uh, because different doesn't mean deficient. Different doesn't mean deficient. Different, according to some people, uh, means that other people are lacking things when it's compared to something similar. But different doesn't mean deficient. Different doesn't equate to devalue or having less value. In fact, if, if you've looked around out in your world lately, uh, uh, the thing to be right now is different. Yeah, ask, ask Winnie Harlow, who was born with a rare skin condition called vitiligo. This, this difference kept her hidden until the right time. Now, now she's at the top of her modeling game as one of the most sought-after international supermodels in the world. Daring to be different is something only people dream about being. Yeah, ask Miss Queen Latifah, the first female rap artist in the game to become the first female to get the star walk of fame over in Hollywood, the first female hip-hop artist to have a nationally syndicated talk show, listen, daring to be different. You better ask RuPaul, the first female drag impersonator to become an American actor, model, singer, songwriter, television personality, and author, all taking place because he 
dare to be different. Let's bring it a little bit close. Ask Bishop Yvette Flunder, who birthed an entire Christian fellowship opposite the traditional conservative views of a biblical and theological oppression. Did you know that the King James Bible that we read from was in fact translated by a gay man? He stood his ground, Mr. King James, and he lived in his truth, dared to be different. Why? Because different does not mean deficient. Different, different does not mean deficient. Let me, let me prove it to you. Let me, let me prove it. Let me, let me prove it. It's in the same book of Acts that we, we read from. Acts chapter 16, verses 25 and 26. It says that about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to him. Hold up. Verse 26 says this, uh, but on Sunday, suddenly there was such a great violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. All at once, all of the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains became loose. Now, we shouted over this all my life in church, but I need you to shout for something new right here. Uh, Paul and Silas... uh, were held in prison. We don't talk about this enough in church. We we talk about the violent earthquake. We talk about them getting broke out of prison. But here's another truth that I need you to get today. Uh, they decided to be different, and different does not mean deficient. Paul and Silas were held in prison now, Minister Sean, for a crime that they didn't commit. Yeah, yeah, their their record and charges read now an indictment uh, for hands that didn't go and commit the crime that they were committed for. Uh, in other words, they were they were arrested and arraigned. They were imprisoned and put in shackles on fake charges. Y'all, y'all with me? My, my God, my God, how, how quickly it is for people to believe only what they've been told about you, just to find out that everything they've been told ain't true. Yeah, yeah. How easy it is for people to paint a picture of you, and they've never even met you. Here it is now that Paul and Silas were told that they deserved to be arrested and thrown in jail for something that wasn't true. I'm not sure who needs to hear this, but uh, not everybody in prison put themselves there. Yeah, yeah. Paul and Silas, though, they were determined to do something different. Yeah, they, uh, they, they were determined uh, to walk through the prison in shackles, but they walked out the prison set free. I need, I need you to get this because they walked into the prison cell with shackles, but they walked out of the cell absolutely free. Now, the kicker is they weren't in prison by themselves. The Bible says that before the earthquake that got there, that they were in prison with a whole bunch of other people. Other words, everyone else was in prison before them, sat in prison, shut up. <laughs> 
Everyone else that was already in the prison before they got there kept silent. But Paul and Silas went into the prison and they decided to do something different. Yeah, they, they praised until freedom came. They, they praised until liberation came. They, they praised until the liberator showed up. And so here's your moment on this Pentecost Sunday in the year 2022. If you've got any area of your life that is in shackles, if, if you've got any area of your life that you feel has been bound up, if there is an area of your life that you have not spoken to, but you've sat in silence, listen, I want you to take full advantage of, of the atmosphere in this moment right now. This is your moment for liberation. Like, like Paul and Silas, you've been locked up. You, you've been shackled, but the shackle has been a lie. Yeah, you, You've been charged, but the charges is, is a lie. I want you to know that God rescues people, those that have been lied on. God, God rescues people, those that have been bound. And because it wasn't true, God came and rescued Paul and Silas from the lie that bound them. I need you. I need you to get this. They they said, uh, they said Paul and Silas, uh, they don't deserve to be free. Uh, so so they locked them up. But but how don't you realize that it was a simple song that brought their freedom? And am, am I in this place all by myself? I'm, I'm going to give you 30 seconds right here, right now to allow your freedom praise to match the frequency of your shackle. I, I want you to open your mouth right now. Will you take just a couple of seconds and give God just a little bit of freedom? Praise that God, listen, I walked in in shackles, but God, I'm coming out, said, I'm coming out, set free. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out, set free. I don't know who this is for, uh, but I need you to shout uh, because what you walked into this year won't be the same where you walking out. I need I need you to get like Paul and Silas that, yes, God, I rode in one way in 2022, but I declare, decree, and demand that the way I walked in this year is not the way I'm coming out. Listen, you, you walked in this year not having confidence in yourself, but listen, I'm walking out, listen, with all kind of boldness. Why? Because God is about to blow. God's about to blow your mind. You you walked into the year not believing, but listen, you're about to walk out with full faith. You you walked into the year troubled, but you're about to walk out set free. I, I need you on this Pentecost Sunday to adopt the spirit of Paul and Silas that says, I don't care how I walked in. I, I don't care how I rolled in. I don't care how I stumbled in. I don't care how you brought me in. I need you to know that how I got here is not the same way I'm leaving. How I walked in ain't the same way I'm walking out. Yeah, yeah. You can't tell me what God won't do. They, you know, they said, they said anybody queer must be, must be sick. The devil is a lie. I'm, I'm looking at a community that's thriving. I'm looking at a community of business owners. I'm looking at a community of entrepreneurs. I'm looking at a community of legends. I'm looking at a community of believers. I'm looking at a community of content creators. I'm looking at a community of investors. The devil is a lie. Listen. Yeah. 
Y'all looking real healthy to me. Real, real healthy. You, you can't tell me what God won't do. Different doesn't mean deviant. That, that's a lie. Different doesn't mean deficient. That's a lie. On this Pentecostal and Pride Sunday, we bind all the lies in the name of Jesus. On this Pentecostal Sunday, we speak death to every lie that has been spoken over us in the name of Jesus, whether they lie to you, whether they lied on you, whether you've been lying to yourself. I declare that wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The devil is, is a lie. Now, we've just dismantled the two lies. So I got to tell you the one truth. I, I have to. I have to because uh, you, you know what they say, right? That, uh, that every lie always has a little bit of truth. Yeah, let me, let me give you, let me give you this truth, because while different doesn't mean deviant, and while different doesn't mean deficient, different does mean distinctive. Different, different does mean distinctive many many people have have tried to possess the oil of god without going through the process and and i need you to get this this is a real a real life principle the principle of getting oil this idea this concept is called fracking y'all say fracking Fracking now is a real principle now uh, that when they were drilling for pipelines into the ground, looking for oil, that was a process called fracking. This, it was this drilling technique in which they would put chemicals and sand and water, this mixture together, and begin to drill into the ground, which was this process for looking for oil in the ground. Y'all with me? This process of fracking is, is drilling in order to gain access to the oil below. And you might be thinking right now, what's, what's fracking? What's drilling in the ground have to do with me? Yeah, yeah. What makes you different is the fact that you are distinct. And hear me because only distinct people do things differently. The traditional idea of drilling and fracking was to get oil from below. So, somebody, somebody got it. So, somebody got it already. They, they would drill looking for oil to come from the ground. Yeah, yeah, but 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 on this day, I want you to frack drilling looking for oil from 
from above. Yeah, yeah. See, 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 while some people drill below for oil, on this Pentecost Sunday, we we go frack, but we're drilling above. Yeah, the, the oil that we're looking for isn't coming from below. Yeah, yeah. But the oil that I need is the oil coming from above. I, I don't know about you, but I don't need anything below me. I, I don't need anything beneath me. I don't need anything under me. The, the last year, yeah, the, the oil that I had carried me the last six months but God, I'm fracking for new oil. God, God, I'm drilling for new oil. God, God, I need your anointing not not to fall beneath me, but God, I need your oil to fall down on me. God, some folk drill below, but God, we're drilling above. Anybody going to frack to the sky, God? God, we're looking above. We're looking above. We're looking above. I'm drilling for oil. I'm drilling for your anointing. I'm drilling for your spirit. I'm drilling for your promise. I'm drilling for your destiny. I'm drilling for my purpose. I'm drilling for my next level. God, I'm drilling for my freedom. While some began fracking in the ground, God, we what we need must come from above. Yeah. 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 These these next six months, stop looking for what's below. These next six months, I need you to be looking for what's above. Yeah, these next six months, you you got to forget and forgive everything that was beneath you in the past. And I, I need you to look to the to the hills from which cometh your help. God, God, I'm not looking for anything beneath them, but God, everything that I need is coming from above. God, what I'm drilling for, God, what I'm looking for, God, what I'm pressing for, God, what I'm praying for is not anything below. Because while others are drilling in the ground, on this Pentecost Sunday, the first church was born. And the Bible says, let's go back to that last verse. Acts chapter 1. Very last verse. That as they were drilling, as they were giving God glory, Acts chapter 1, as they were drilling, as they were giving God glory, it says that as they were watching, Jesus was lifted up. I don't know what your eyes have been on. I don't know what your sights have been set on. But in this season, on this Pentecost Pride Sunday, God, we take our eyes off everything beneath us.
God, we take off everything that's under us. And God, what we do is we look toward the hills for you are lifted up for your oil God doesn't come from the ground but your oil God comes from above and so the oil that we're drilling for God we need we're going to drill and we're going to press until it falls from heaven on this Pentecost pride Sunday we we celebrate the joy of living we celebrate the joy of becoming. Songwriter said, every day ain't going to be how we like it. But what is worth keeping if it didn't take a fight? To pride. Love Pentecost. On this Pride Pentecost Sunday, I want you to celebrate your life, celebrate your liberation, celebrate the life that God gave you. Anybody glad to be alive in this place today? God, I'm glad to be alive in this moment. I'm glad to be alive in this season. Songwriter said, I've had some good days, but I'm glad to be alive. I've had some bad days, but I'm glad to be alive. I've had some hills to climb, but I'm glad to be alive. I had some things I don't want to talk about, but I'm glad to be, I'm glad to be alive. with pride on God. God, we thank you in this place. And as we worship you, God, on this Pentecost Sunday, we would be remiss if we didn't take the opportunity to allow your people that may or may not know you the opportunity to come into real, meaningful relationship with you. God, not with the church, but God with you. Come on, we offer you Christ right now. We invite you to come. The altar is open. Come on, we'll pray with you. We'll stand with you. Whatever you need, we're right here to meet you. This is your moment. This is your Sunday. Come on, on this Pentecost Sunday. Hallelujah. Come on, won't you come? And maybe, maybe you're not looking to join, but listen, we'll pray with you. If you want to come down here, We'll stand with you. We'll pray with you. You want to silently pray by yourself, you do that. Come on, everybody, rest on your feet right now. Rest on your feet. Come on, we invite, we invite, we invite you, we invite you, we invite you, we invite you. Don't be scared. We're standing right here. We'll grab you by the hand. Lift your hand up. Listen, we'll come to your row. We'll come get you. We'll come get you right where you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about Christianity is, listen, it involves community. We are with you. We are standing for you, walking with you. Yeah. Come on, this is your moment. This is your moment. 
if you will, please, sir, please, ma'am, please them, please they. Take a moment, take a moment and just pray really quick. Just, just give God what God deserves. Thank him, thank him. Come on, that's it. Come on, tell him. See, yeah. Said, oh, Lord, we bless your name. We lift our voices Sit for For your goodness And your mercy Toward us Somebody sit for Your Come on, will you take just a moment and thank him? Sit toward us, sit for your, for your goodness and your mercy toward us. Last time, sit for your, and your mercy toward us. We offer, yeah, yeah, pray, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody said we offer. You are the Lion of Judah. You are the Rose of Sharon, and we offer. Said we offer. Pray, hey, we offer to the only wise God that is able to go before us, to the only wise God that is able to defeat every enemy standing against us. God, we declare on this Pentecost Sunday, God, we declare on this Pride Sunday that God, your spirit will go before us with power, with liberation, with pride, with direction, with sincerity, that God, you walk beside us to be the God that sticks closer than a brother. Why? Because you are a God without limits. You are everything that we need. So God, we ask that you go before us. You you go behind us, God. You walk beside us. God, you go beneath us. God, you uplift us so that our lives are changed, liberated, and transformed in the name of Jesus. We will, we will, we will, we will set some stuff on fire. We will, we will walk in freedom. We will, we will walk in our identity. We will, we will be the head and not the tail. We will, we will be above and not beneath. We will, we will. Yeah, we will. We stand on the truth not the lies. And God, as we leave this place, but not your presence, we will take the Pentecost fire with us. And what will we do, church? What will we do, church? Set some stuff on. Set it on fire. Set it on. Set it on fire. Should we offer, we offer praise. Oh, 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 oh.
said, we offer, we offer praise. Said we offer, we offer praise, praise. Said we offer praise. Said we offer praise. 